0: Hey everyone, Um, there is so much um, to learn from healing, you know, if you finally go up to the the dragon or whatever you want to call the thing that injured you and face it down, it's not just the, um, the act of courage to slay the dragon, it's also the gift is not only just that you you get unblocked because that's where you're blocked but there's also a lot of lessons which are you know given to you when you do that and it's it's all it's almost like you just your heart keeps opening and opening so one of the things that happens in trauma is you get disconnected you just get disconnected it's almost like you know you're with a wonderful tribe of people and suddenly you're thrown into the desert and you're alone and suddenly you you have no one i think that's i can describe it like that it's like you're completely lost when injury shows up or evil shows up or trauma it's a disconnection from love. It's a disconnection from the universe, it's a disconnection from the family that is rightfully yours, which is the whole universe. So, you don't even know you're lost because you're owned. Um, I was owned by evil, by the dark. You know, I look at a parent and the holding the hand of a small child as they're walking and all I can think of is that little child just wants to be loved, wants to be accepted, wants its parent to love it, right? So imagine the parent having horrific intentions. In my case, it was to be sold for sexual abuse. Imagine holding the hand of that parent as that parent takes you out to injure you. So the more you, once you face the person that, and it, and again, in my case, it was that, it could be anything, the person that slapped you, the person that, Physically hurt you abuse you verbally. It doesn't matter. It's all injury to divinity and You know and it's like you I see it and I was like, oh my god, there's that little child I can finally see myself as a child as this vulnerable little innocent child Holding the hand of a parent that's gonna take it To injure it. I mean who that's pure evil so As a child, and again, that's my injury, whatever your injury is, you don't know that it's painful and wrong. You're trusting that you've put your whole life in the hands of evil. And that's a terrifying thing because there is no one other than that parent, right? Sorry. And as I explained recently, you have to make your, yourself wrong and make that injury right. You have to make that parent right. <coughs> it's your parent. The parent that's supposed to love you and protect you and nurture you is now the parent that's taking you into the devil's den. I mean, that's... so. In your original form, in the oneness, there's love. <coughs> excuse me. There's love. In the oneness, there's everything. There's abundance. There's connection to everything. The minute you're injured, it's over. There's a sort of blinding. You're blinded out of the kingdom of care and love. You're ambushed. You're stolen from light. And in that ambush or in that theft, your, your soul just goes. Your soul's waiting, it's like the flower, it's just waiting for the sun to show up. And suddenly this huge, this day of sunshine turns into like this blackness. I, was, I saw it on two distinct occasions, one was before the abuse and after the abuse, before the abuse I was one with everything. And after the abuse, I was terrified and scared and dark. Again, I got a split screen. It was like it was pitch black on one screen and heard the Indians bringing me out of the darkness. Now, this is the thing. As a child, you are made to be wrong about what you feel. So, you know, I had to hate on the child that wanted to be loved. I had to refuse and basically shut my divinity down so I could accept, you know, the outline of darkness and evil. I had to make the evil right. I had to agree and authorize evil. So you basically. They're shutting you down by doing the most sacrilegious, the most horrific thing to your divinity. In my case, it was sexual abuse. But whatever your case is, whether they physically hurt you or abusively, whatever they do, they're refusing your divinity. It's a, just a, a wipeout. It's like a tidal wave that shows up and you're wiped out. If I expected love and care and, a, you know, I, I, I literally refused the desire for those feelings, that they were wrong. It was wrong to want to be loved. It was wrong to be want to be saved. I had to make the fact that I was being sent out to be abused okay and make the person that sent me to abuse, who was my own parent, okay and make them parents and diify them and make them like they're the ones that are doing all the good for me. That was how this, the trick was so horrific. And so as a child, you don't know. You're silencing your divinity because you're stuck here with the fucking devil and if the devil's here well this must be reality they can't be the devil you must be wrong for wanting love there's something wrong with you this is what the trick is by evil and you believe it you know as I said I was literally on the beach with a child a baby and I wanted to throw it and it just came over me this, this child was wrong, it was a nuisance, it was wrong to be a child, which is what I learned growing up. It was wrong to be a child. You know, I was told I was weak, I was three for fuck's sake, right? I wasn't strong, I wasn't gonna get anywhere in life if I was like, it was horrific. Now I couldn't see any of that, because I was owned by evil. And you know, if you're born in a goldfish bowl, well that must be it. It must be the goldfish bowl. Your feelings, your desires, your needs, your instinctive feelings of wanting to be loved are just shut down. Because this parent is raging at you or hitting you or you know, verb- verbally verbally putting you down. Well, they must be right and I must be wrong. And so It's like growing around a crooked trestle, it's like growing around your little plant in the most obscene shape possible, you know, as a plant just grows naturally. So now I'm going to take a trestle that's, you know, completely deformed, and you grow around this trestle of deformation and injury, it's a disfigurement of love. And it's blinding, like I... You know, I'm just, I was just blinded. I had to blind myself and accept the abuse whilst the man looked on and laughed. He was evil beyond measure. So it's almost like you're constantly, for me, my response was, well, I must be wrong. So there was this insane effort to become someone else. So in the natural progression of life, you know, you're a butterfly. But you're told the butterfly is wrong. You shouldn't be an elephant. So your whole life, you're trying to make an elephant. You're not an elephant. You're a butterfly. But you're shunning the butterfly that's within you. Because, you know, you've grown up in the dark. You've grown up with injury, with trauma, with evil. I can only describe it as evil. It's a trick. It's a theft. It says no. No. You deserve no love. I'm not here to love. I'm here to, like, abuse you, hurt you, injure this this divinity. So here you are, continuously trying to, you know, reconvert yourself. And reconvert them. The effort was monumental. It was not only did I have to pretend them and accept the abuse and the evil and have to continually try to PR them into existence and and redefine them so they can you know it's like a daily like rebuilding it's like being by the shore and constantly rebuilding a castle because it's always being wiped away because it's not real because they are evil but I can't see it and you can't see it that's a trick you can't see it because you're little and you're terrified and there's no one there's just this evil so what am I doing I'm constantly trying to make them work I'm finding the tiniest little, you know, sliver of something to make them into something. But they're evil. And the accomplice is as evil as the person that's doing the injury. Because they're shunning and they're pretending it's not happening. In the same way you're pretending, but they're an adult and you're a child. So there are two aspects. One is you have to keep making evil work and you don't even know it so you're constantly reconfiguring them on and then you have to build a disfigured version of yourself around a broken trestle and then you're refusing the truth of your own divinity so you're doing all this work the whole time refusing the truth of you reimagining evil so it works you know making it work it's just a fucking shit show. Which is how, you know, you end up like me in the States doing something and you don't even know why you're doing it. You're like, just, it's all because you are a puppet of evil. You've become the circus dog of evil and dark. And that's what I was. And in this blindness, because it's a form of blindness, they kind of take your eye, they gouge your eyes out if you're stripped of love or you're injured. I mean, in my case, I look at a, a man and they're holding a young child's hand and I think, oh my God, there's this child just innocent looking up at them, looking for love, and that, that evil is going to go take them to be sexually abused. I'm like, huh, what? And you don't know you're going into the lion's den. No wonder people are addicts and, you know, are distracting. And it's just because the learning is not as an adult it's as a child when you're barely here you have no power you have no power you're just a child you're you're looking for love and they're taking you to be hurt injured honestly i don't even know how i survived but i must have had the grace of god around me all the time So, the waking up is to see the whole thing. I mean, it was like a huge chunk of evil. I mean, it was much bigger than I even imagined. And I talked yesterday about your plastic. So, this this, like the energetic field is a dynamic field, which can be like, you know, elastic. It can be altered. So, literally this huge chunk of evil, like a satellite. Like a, a meteor just ended up just crushing me. And I had no access to that. It. it was a wipeout. It was like a tidal wave, just a wipeout. The breaker switch, boom, off. You're in the dark now. You have no connection to divinity. But somewhere in my psyche or in my soul, or some, even though my soul left, I must have had like, you know, like the beep. You know, like, they're looking for the black box of what happened. There must have been some distant beep, beep, beep of love. Something, because I didn't give up on the possibility of love. And then I was very lucky when I was 10 or 11 to to have platonic, you know, this incredible, infinite platonic love with another, with a boy. I mean, we were children, but it was, it was a, I could, it was, it was like... It was like water in the desert. It wasn't physical, it was just platonic, but the universe gave me a gift. It was like they found a little bit of me. And that was enough. They gave me like a little drip of water so it kept me going. I could easily have ended up under a bridge with a heroin needle in my arm, easy peasy. That wipeout of no love, of darkness they're not being able to see it because it's a blinding. You can't see it. It's your parent. This is where you were born. And they're both sort of accomplices to this. Even though my mother was equally as tricked, you know, she was willing to turn a blind eye to what he was doing, which makes you an accomplice to the crime and to the darkness. And... So I was deeply buried in the dark, in the dungeon, in Hades, in the underworld of evil and dark. And one of the most revolting pieces of this particular evil was he laughed. He laughed at me while I was being abused. Who does that? And then in ceremonies, he laughed, I mean, because it was all over me. I mean, this thing smothered me on arrival and I remember just like drowning and being at the bottom of the ocean like at you know the bottom of the Mariana Trench like you know those little tiny see-through there I I was I was you know drowned on arrival now I had no access to knowing anything because my consciousness shut down so it's like there's a huge continent of ice, but you're living on the tiny sliver of it. That's all you can You can't see the whole... So you can't see the universe. You can't see anything, but you're living on this tiny sliver of life where you're captured by evil. You can't see... You're blinded. You can't see anything else other than the constant... It's like a shark around a bleeding surfer that's fallen off his board. It's just all the time around you. So you can't see anything bigger, there's no bigger picture. You're just this bleeding piece of person, child and you can't move and it's always a threat and the the evil is always around you. With him it was always like looking at me like, you know, like I was always under threat. I didn't know why because I blacked it out. But it's like just me and this evil lived and my job was to make you know the king laugh like to do well for him to make up for all his misery it was a total theft so when I think about people like these disgusting men that take their children and put them underground and fuck them and have cho- I mean just ugh, all of it it's the same thing because the capture is the terror so I couldn't see it. I lived in it. I wasn't you know, physically in a dungeon, but I was absolutely in prison, because the terror were the bars, the terror, the threat, the kind of that menacing daily look, so I had blacked out what had happened, and lived under this constant terror of being bullied and having to fulfill this man's ideals, and trying to make them work. I had no access to me, no access to any of my soul. You don't. If you've been injured, that's gone, it's been wiped out. But again, you don't see them as evil, they're your parents. You know, you think what they're doing and what you have to do is right, and the fact that they scream and yell at you, like somehow, you know, that you, 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 you validate it because you've got no one else but these fucking people. So, just waking up, I had to be literally thrown off a mountain top. Like, literally, the universe said, okay, I'm going to hurl you off this cliff, and you better wake the fuck up. And this is a gift. You may think it's horrible. I mean, I went through a horrific five-year, five-year divorce where I lost everything, including my son. I mean, it was just like a full-out carpet bombing, whatever, right? And it was wake up. You know, I was so entrenched in finding what was rotten and trying to make rotten work. Of course I ended up in a, you know, carpet bombing five years. Of course I ended up in the most horrific underworld of demons and judges and law. Of course. That's where I was living. Why would I not attract the same thing? I was living in that place. That's what I'd made right. I'd made evil right. I went out of my way to find Most broken, you know, the replica of what I was living with. I had to make that evil work. So at the end of it, of this just being in a five year war, can only be described as that, of being carpet bombed and abused. It was just, it was like, yeah. It was like being in the most violent war ever I had to wake up and say "What? what's going on I thought I did everything right I mean I, I did everything I was told I didn't know that I was smothered with evil it was everywhere around me it just suffocated me, I wasn't here in the ceremonies she wasn't battling with me she was battling with the evil that had was all around me that had stolen me. I remember in a ceremony doing ayahuasca where it was like all these Indians were around me. And I'm like, and they're saying, come home, Maria. Come on, leave. Come. Basically, come to the light. Come here. I couldn't. I was literally energetically Magnetically stuck with these people and this man. Like I was trying to crawl across the floor to these Indians in the ceremony and I couldn't. I was completely a prisoner of evil. That's it. So even to recognize you're in this goldfish bowl you don't know you're there because you're blinded by the event that happened you've spent for me I spent my whole life trying to authorize and make them work at all costs so there was all this and I'd become the person they'd wanted so I was completely in it's like being in a cult I suppose something similar right but it's your parents and so for me, for them to literally extricate, I didn't believe the ayahuasca. You know, I had argued with her. Like, no, like, this is what I'm, you know, why are you, why are you telling me this? It's like, but I have these wonderful parents. Oh, my God. Insane. So she had to literally convince me because I was all in with evil. I was a recruit. I was the puppet master. I was the, the circus dog. You know, like that... That marvellous story by the Argentinian psychologist, you know, where the, the child says, well, you know, there's an elephant that's chained to that fence, but the elephant can just leave. Why does that huge elephant, you know, not just fuck off? You know, it's much bigger than these humans, and that chain is so silly because it's believed it that it has no power Because someone early on trained it into believing it had no power. So it's all a belief capture. It's a capture of your beliefs, of your emotions, of your energy. We come with divinity. We come with a potential of 10,000 incarnations, right? You incarnate as a palm tree. You incarnate as a human being. There is something you're going to become. But you're wide open. Now someone says, I'm just going to take that. How they take it, they terrify you. How do they take your power? They terrify you. An adult, they put, you know, I'm going to tear your, you know, your fingernails out if you don't give me the information I need. It's a it's terror. The threat of your death. The threat of your existence. You're going to deliver the goodies. the story of Jesus Christ on the cross and I'm not religious I don't believe in any of these religions I don't believe any organized I think we're nature we, we're just forces of good and evil you can't hijack that <laughs> and make it into like I own this version of divinity divinity is everything and everyone it's everywhere but within that divinity is light and dark it's almost like a game no person gives you a right to divinity. No person can take that on and say, oh yeah, I'm wearing a robe, I have, a, I have access to divinity. No, there's no broker for divinity. It's everywhere, you are divinity, whether you choose to see it or not. I don't need to go to someone to tell me that I breathe. That'd be so ridiculous. Oh, I'm gonna make you breathe, but I'm fucking breathing. So, yeah, there are forces of light and dark and terror and fear, you know, are the most powerful forces of persuasion, let's put it that way, of belief. I'm gonna, of course I'm going to, oh, you, you're going to take me to be sexually abused and you're my parent? Oh, wow, wow. Okay, so... I'm going to undergo all of this so there must be something wrong with me that I need to be loved and there must be something wrong with me if I want that and yet you're going to take me to be sexually abused I, or I, I must be wrong who I am is wrong my desire for love is wrong why? because I am so terrified right now and all I've got is you know, this piece of rock called a parent and my powerless self So I better acclimatize and figure out how I'm going to become what they want me to be and, you know, not cry when I'm being abused. That's basically what happened. So this is the power of evil and the dark. Now, why it exists, I have no idea. I'm not not a clue. What any of this shit, I have no idea. But if you're captured and you're building your whole being around a trestle that's a piece of evil or dark, you're fucked. That's all. You're fucked. And there's no ape, there's no other human being that is going to get you out of there. I mean, I had trouble, Ayahuasca convincing me in a 3D ceremony when I'm literally seeing what they're doing to me. I'm still questioning if this is true. And that's the fucking universe showing up. That's like the whole universe showing up, the whole Navy SEALs, the cavalry of the whole fucking universe. And I still had to be convinced. So captured was I by the dark. So if you think another ape is going to sit across from me and chant something and play Kumbaya on the guitar and say, you know, you're going to be healed. Fuck that. It's not going to happen. And here's the deal. When you're going in, if especially if it's a parent, it's not just you're dumping the predator. You're dumping all the accomplices around the predator. In my case, the, the mother, the, the other children, everybody that went along with it. When you come up out of the ground, you're leaving it all behind, right? Because if there's been injury, there's accomplices to the injury. And that is even by not looking. It's not that he actually participated in taking you to be abused or whatever they did. It's the fact that your father is beating the shit out of you and your mother is just looking away. All right. The dark encompasses everything. So... For me, it had to throw me off a cliff to even get an inkling that there was anything wrong. Lost my, lost everything. I mean, it was oozing out of me all the time, but I couldn't even see it, right? So there was like, oh, well, why did all this happen? I did everything I was supposed to do. And so my journey began, first with meditation, then with ayahuasca. And again, it took 13 and a half years for me to even to get to first base, which was you know, there's this, this screaming monster in your attic and you've got to go deal with it. You see, you get tightly packed into the energetic system. You know, like a nucleus, you're packed in the middle of that thing. It's all around you. It builds its whole... It's like, you know, being in a spider's web. It grabs you energetically and sticks you inside and it's sort of weaving the dark. You're, you're all around you is the darkness. It's like it just captures... It's like, it's like an animal, like a you know, like something eating a beetle, like one animal grabbing another animal. It's just taking you and wrapping you up and blinding you and terrifying you, and just that's how it keeps you in prison. Especially if it's a parent, and you're going to build according to that, even though it's all wrong, it's against every fucking cell in your body. The terror keeps you paralyzed. So, a scorpion sting is a death. What does it do first? It paralyzes you. It's all nature. The terror paralyzes you. That's what they did to me. It blinded me. It made the events right and me wrong. That's how the darkness captures the light. It's a sting. And now it's got you in its lair, it's got you in its web. Ambushed you. I mean, I even saw myself as an Indian on a horse that was just, you know, when you see, you know, like the, um, what are those wild dogs? You see on these, all these nature programs, you know, with hyenas, right? And they're looking to see which one of the buffalo is injured or which one of the animals that is running is injured. Or it's usually the little one because the little one, they want, you know, they, they feel is weaker because it hasn't had as much experience. It's just waiting to amble. This is what happened to me. Same thing. I was just taken out. And used. So you don't know. You know, you're taken. It's it's like being Shanghai. You know, and they used to do that when they, you know, the streets of London when they were looking for people to row their way across the fucking ocean to America and they just put a bag over somebody and drag them before you know it you're rowing on a boat nothing you can do you're in prison so to leave for me was meditation and ayahuasca right? it's almost like once you ask the question once you actually go what the fuck like it was literally like I was walking like waking up from a war like what after my like what like you know you know the smoldering sort of fires of the end of all this destruction you're just like you're sitting in the middle of all this destruction and you go what why how how did i do this i didn't do it i was owned by evil i was like it's machine it's robot i was looking a person for him. I was looking to marry the person that would be. I was like a court jester, like a robot. Like, okay, go find somebody that's going to make me look good, that has money, that's going to help me. That's basically what I did. So, the all the events were awful. When you know, when things are built wrong from the beginning, they're they're wrong throughout. They get worse and worse. So when I woke up from like this, it's like being in a Battle at sea for five years. Like, people are just, you know, cannonballs are flying and people are drowning. Just, when you wake up, you go, What the fuck? It's like being washed up to shore after a battle. Like, where have I been? Like, how did all that, wh- what was all that? Right? And the great suffering, the greatest suffering was the loss of my child. So, what was interesting to me was that my child was stolen when I was a child. And then my actual child was stolen in a divorce. It was just like insane. So definitely a repetition of of a theme. It was that theft that made me like, wait, 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 there's something wrong. How did that happen? I haven't done anything wrong. So. That was a sliver of light like this, like the, like the Navy SEALs, the universe is like, OK, to get you out we're gonna to have to put you through a tragedy so you can just ask the question what the fuck? so first the loss of a child then like the meditation like I've got to understand how I got here so meditation and then I was so and again she had to literally Continuously convince me in ceremonies where I was an actual 3D past like So when you you get completely shut down, she's gonna light up What she's so you're living in a black box essentially if you've been injured If you've been disconnected from yourself if you've been taken over if you've been Whatever right, so you're living in the you're, you're like functioning like you're drinking Starbucks you're, You know, but I was just a puppet of evil And so I didn't even know it was like, oh, well, here's, you know, this guy and I'm going to be here's my parent and I'm doing what I need to do and he needs me to be this I'm going to do that for him. Oh, poor guy. Oh, really? I made him into a victim. Oh, my God. Serious. This trick was huge. So, you have to be, So, so she, she comes in and she lights you up. She lights up the room in which you have been the prisoner. How she lights that up is by when you do ayahuasca's you actually go into those three D the past you could, she's going to show you how you got to where you got to so and you're not going to be convinced at first because you've just met the ayahuasca and you're still stuck owned by the dog i mean i was literally in a ceremony where there were just black snakes coming out of me and then the ayahuasca blew up into this herculean soldier She's cleansing out the dark. So when I finally, I mean, she, and then she kept just lighting up all the stuff, like where he came from, who he was, how he married my mother, how he tricked her, how he went to her family, how he went to London, how he was, the abuse, the sexual abuse. But I couldn't see it. The, the, the piece I had to see was I actually had to relive the abuse. Who the hell wants to do that? No one. Which is why you've left, you know, you're 10 million miles away from the original condition. It is a walking home. You're literally walking back to the original state. So there's a before the Big Bang and after Big Bang. There's before the abuse and there's after the abuse. There are two different people. Your soul left. For your soul to come back, for you to reconnect to your divinity, you have to relive the experience that disconnected you from your soul. It's like somebody just ambushes you and just throws you into the dark. Like, imagine a hand just coming out and just grabbing you and throwing you in the dark. In order for you to get out of that room, you have to re-experience the event. The actual event. You have to have the courage to go in and say, yep, okay, I want to see the evil. I want to see what happened." So, you know, you don't... You have to get out of it, and then you don't really trust anyone. you know, you don't trust the light. You've never known the light. If I've been in prison for 60 years, all I've known is prison. And for me, it was like, you know, there was something wrong with you if you weren't putting up with misery, horrible people, people that scam you, you know, it's like if you're not around, you know, that's what, that's what you, you're taught, you know, I was taught. That's what caring was, it's a weird thing to say. So you have to go relive it. The only way to get out of it, because that's what's blocked, you get paralyzed. I was blinded from the light, um, taken out of the kingdom, ambushed, in one moment, in one event. That event took me from the light to the dark. So that event, it's like that's where the switch went off. So for my, the switch to be pulled up, to be you know returned, or for you to be to come become and it's they call it becoming whole, right? You have to become whole because when that injury happens, you're like a teacup. I always talk about this is this fine bone china teacup. That's just you know a tank comes in and just shatters it. It's a death. It's a, it's a, you just dissipate. Your soul just goes. And how can you believe in anything? Your parents being taken taking you to be abused. That's a vile act, the most horrific act, right? So so you don't know what love is. Now you're out of you've been taken from this place of love and abundance. And here you are now with the devil and you've got to make the devil work, right? And you blind the event, you you shut it down. I mean I had to disconnect from that event to survive there, so I had to leave it behind. I literally was on planet Venus, and, you know, the event was in Melbourne or something, right? You're, so you go very, it's like you're a, you're a cannon, you get shot out into space. For me, I saw it in, uh, even before ayahuasca or meditation, as a drowning, like I just drowned. When I was doing meditation, before even I got to see, I got to first base of having just an inkling of anything, For two years when I was meditating, just hundreds of these men were coming through my room at home, like in these dreams. So the threat is there. You don't know, but it's a threat. That's a terror. Somebody said to you, if you say anything, you're going to die. It's a threat for your life. So at that moment that happens, everything gets shut down, and the captivity is a terror, and the imprisonment, and the you shutting down that it... The event. So what's interesting is that my sibling in the first time I had like an interest, I had that like after thirteen and a half years of meditation, I got to in a dream I got the I got to first base. You know there was this writhing monster in the attic I had to face in my house in London. But what was interesting in that dream was that my sibling looked at me with disgust. So somehow he knew. He saw me as a coward because I gave in. I supported him. So my sibling knew he was evil and thought and kind of hated me for agreeing, but he didn't know that I was, you know, again, sent out to be abused. So, in order to restore your wholeness, you have to go back and relive the event to be freed from it. And how are you gonna do that? i are not gonna do that in mean, a serum. You're not gonna do that in a, you know, with therapy. You've built all these defense mechanisms, no way. And reliving it means to actually relive the event in the past. So when I finally faced it, which was horrific, my legs were trembling I was there I was in a 3D I wasn't just like talking I mean there was these things aren't spoken when you're four or five and something horrific happens it's not a thinking that happens it's a whole body experience your whole body feels the impact of this event your whole body is shut down your heart is shut down this is not a thinking event there's no thinking here right if somebody points a gun to your head, there's no thinking. The event is a spontaneous, emotional, nervous system event. I'm not... Oh, what do I think about? No. It's like literally a tidal wave hits your whole mechanism. So if you can't just be in therapy, oh yes, when I was four, he just, you know, he sent me out to be a no it's like describing an orange and actually eating an orange you have to relive the event so in the event when i finally so what we do what i'm seeing is from ayahuasca is that we build these resistances in our system it's a wall and it's a literal physical wall inside of us and we're holding on like a, a steel grasp. And that becomes a natural way of living in the, with a steel grasp. You know, the threat's always out there. There's the potential of death every moment. So you're building armor. So in the ayahuasca, when you do it, when you're willing to give up, you puke. You puke it because you're releasing the resistance in your whole body. And this resistance was in my organs from my ovaries, to my kidneys, to my lungs, to my whole being. It, had, it was in my whole body. The terror was so huge. So in order for me, so once I decided that I was willing, so, so in the, all the time that I was working with Ayahuasca, she was both down in Peru and at home doing daily ceremonies. She was literally softening me up And she softened me up by giving me enormous amounts of love by bringing the whole universe to me which is through these Indians. And so much unconditional love plus downloads so that when I finally went I'd been pummeled like a good Milanese I was ready to fall off the tree. And that tree was the puking up of the resistance like I wasn't scared anymore I had the whole universe with me. I was willing to give that evil up. And then once I'd puked it out, I get to actually relive the event, which was me and underground men laughing, abusing me. I mean, I was tortured. I was on a bed, my hands behind my back, like, t- you know, tied to the... It was horrific. To the bedpost. It was horrific. And him laughing. Horrific. Piece of evil beyond measure. So... that moment you've gone that the light has won and you retrieve yourself back, right? Your soul has won the battle. Now, as in any kingdom that collapses, everything that's in that kingdom collapses too. So everything you've refused to say, you can now say, you know, I was very angry with my siblings. I was very angry at my mother. The whole thing just collapses. There's nothing. You know, I was holding on with the hope that I could hold on to my mother, but it was like it was all gone, right? The whole, it was like the Titanic, the whole thing drowns, collapses. You know, there's no part of you that can be any of it anymore. You're back. And so the greatest terror for a child is for not to have parents. I mean, I was an orphan even though there seemed to be parents. But... What you get back is love. It's like, love. You, there's this surrendering to the universe. There's this trusting again. It's a little bit disorienting at first because you're just like out of prison. So it's like, well, where am I? I don't really know this place. I've only known lies and abuse and cannibalism and just horror. But what you get back is the whole world and gratitude and humility and trust and love. Love is a gift that gives you back the whole world. I was taught to live without love. That was actually a privilege to be, you know, crucified. (laughs) It's sadomasochistic. There's some kind of glory in pain. There's no glory in pain. There's resistance to love. Glory in pain. I mean, Christ died on the cross. Suppose some guy died on the cross. Christ, whatever his fucking name was. I don't know. I mean, no offense to him. But like, it's us. It's her. It's him. It's everything. It's the suffering. Suffering. There is no glory in suffering. There was no glory in my suffering and being sexually abused, having my child taken, living in this, in prison. There was no glory in it. None. There was just this bleak, terrifying landscape that I thought was life, where I kept trying to reinvent and bring flowers to the funeral. You know, keep pouring on the sauce on evil, thinking it's going to change. You know, evil is evil, dark is dark. And the gift was the ayahuasca. The gift was the questioning, like, why? You will hit rock bottom. And the universe will show up when you want it badly enough. Now, how much do you have to suffer for the universe to show up. I had to suffer a horrific, devastating five-year divorce. I mean, I I knew it was all wrong. I just didn't know why it was all wrong. Nothing ever really worked out. I didn't know why. Well, because I'd given up, you know, I'd made a pact with evil. And it's a contract, by the way. When they ambush you or steal you, you're signing a contract with them. So mine is a little tiny, 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 tiny grain of sand in the whole universe. But people are living with all sorts of suffering. The theft is everywhere. The threat of non-existence, you know, battles and wars and suffering of children. just everywhere. The gift is trusting again, loving, knowing that there is love, that there is this whole universe that is abundant and resplendent and will give you everything you want. The trick is you don't know. You don't know you're in hell. That's the trick. When there's a gun to your head you'll accept anything so you have to overcome the dungeon keeper the under the, the dungeon keeper if it happens when you're young keeps you very buried and terrified and you'll build all sorts of you know people that the dungeon keeper needs to keep them happy it's like making the king laugh so the freedom doesn't have to be a physical freedom, it's an internal freedom, right? The captivity doesn't have to be at exterior, it's interior. And I think nowadays we have a lot of things we can, you know, distract with, drugs, alcohol, whatever, shopping. Someone's always offering you a potential something, even religions, politics, everything. We're here to make you free. No one can help you make you free. You have to make that journey on your own. You have to surrender. So in a ceremony I was told, you know, I wanted to see what the dark was like. Well, I don't know why I made that decision, but I got a good old taste of it and you don't want to be there. But if you're stuck there for any reason, I think you just need to know that there is out, not in a normal way. But there is a way to leave. You're just going to want to leave. And you've got to surrender. And the lesson is darkness exists. It creeps up on you, especially for your little. What keeps you paralyzed is terror. They've taken your power. And by the way, they've taken your power. You, they own you. The terror owns you. That's what the sting of the scorpion is. And the terror is, if I don't agree, I'll have no family. That's another trick. Well, there is no family. If the evil shows up, there never is a parent. And the parent is waiting for you, and the parent is the universe. But also, another teaching is, the people that turn a blind eye to the horror are equally as responsible as the person that's doing the, the horror. And that's a lesson for me. A big one. There is suffering in the world if I decide to turn a blind eye to it I'm equally as culpable for the suffering. Now one of the it's interesting as I'm saying that because one of the things I did was I did Zen I learned so many years ago I was you know training to do Zen meditation and I got really upset because this guy said to me in one of these interviews you know this, um, I think it was some Russian school, some guy came in and shot all those children. And he said to me in this interview, you're responsible. I'm like, how can I be responsible for that? And I left the whole, whatever that group or I don't want to call it. And now I realize it's true. If you turn a blind eye to the dark, you're responsible. I don't know how that all kind of pans out, but in a way, by being a recruit and captured by evil and making, trying to make evil work by reimagining it and reorganizing it and re-airbrushing it, I was responsible for its existence until I went in and faced it, I was keeping it alive. I was keeping it alive by trying to make it work. You know, they say when you put, you, put, you can put, you know, a pearl necklace on a pig, it's still a pig, right? Same thing. I could reimagine it and redecorate it I was keeping it alive. So my lesson is, I had to go in and see it and tear it out and stop fucking redecorating it and say, you're a pig, you're not, you know, you're just, you're still a pig. I was trying to romanticize it and reinvent it and give it credibility. I was doing, and until I had the courage to go in there and say, "You're evil," and I'm not accepting this. I'm not going to fantasize and romanticize this shit. I'm going to see exactly what you do. I'm going to accept. I'm going to see you as evil. I was a recruit of it, right? But you have to face the terror of it, because it's, its trick is terror. And the trick is also that you have a limited life, right? So the threat is death, but you, there's nothing to die. <laughs> so funny to say that. I thought I'd never have to say this, but it's true. What can die, you? No, you're eternal. But that's the trick, the terror, you're going to die. I'm going to put a gun to your head. You're going to make the king laugh. Okay, okay, I'll make the king laugh. I'll make, I'll, I'll, I'll validate evil. I validated it. Just, just no. yeah. I gave it authority. I gave it, I put it on a pedestal. I even gave a, oh my God, I gave this ridiculous eulogy when he was dead in that shrunk coffin, like, the coffin was so small, it was like a kid's coffin. And here I am, eulogizing and Mother teresa him. Like, oh, well, I mean, of course I was completely shut down, right? It was evil. I was too scared to face it. I made a pact with it. So when you go back and face whatever the person or the thing that happened or the trauma, you're going to relive it. In that reliving it, you break the pact. They can no longer hold you hostage. And here's the deal, you don't know. So the idea, so when you're small and it happens, you, you agree because there's nothing but a vacuum, right? It's either either do this or there's nothing. when you're older and you go into it, it's like, you don't know what's gonna show up afterwards. You just know, you know, you, you're willing to go in and not know, I suppose that's it. I don't know what's gonna happen after I do this. Do I, is there, is there anything left? Do I, I don't get a family in it. Well, there never was a family, but what do I get? I like, I don't like, is that, do I die? Do I, that's the thing is that they, when you're shut down as a child, you believe this is it. There's nothing but this. That's the truth. And then later on, when you go to slaughter it, or you not slaughter it, you go to face it, and you get the courage to go and go, right, I need to see it. I need to, and again, that's not after like tons of pummeling by the ayahuasca. Like, okay, now I'm ready. I've got the courage. She's given me all the love. She's given me this huge gift. It's a privilege. And then you go, you go face it, and you're like, well, okay, what now? What now is just everything? It's life. It's love. It's connected to your soul. That's tough to do. You know, if you if you if you've used if you've used you know used to being a gra- grave digger all your life, and somebody says, "Well, no, let's, why don't you just go go sail that yacht?" You're like, "But I've never sailed a yacht before." You can. You don't know that the world is huge. That the universe is huge. That this thing is massive and. It's so powerful. And that's one of the things about the ayahuasca is like, if you build egos and defense mechanisms for the dark, it just does that little tiny thing. It doesn't realize there's a whole spectacular landscape of the universe. It's because the fear keeps you in that tiny place. And then when you leave, it's like this huge place where you don't have to, I don't have to invent love. I don't have to invent nice people. I don't have to reconfigure evil. It's just, you know, if I don't like that person, I don't want, no need to be around them, right? It's okay. I can tell the difference now. I know that there is love, that there are caring, loving people. I can trust. It's like you retrust the universe again. It's a slow, for you know what I recently saw in a ceremony was, here I am, this little girl, like on, you know, like nine eleven, like on the, the rubble of the nine eleven towers. Like I was. My little girl has been freed. But she's sitting on, she's surveying, you know, the landscape of the stuff that needed to be torn down. I mean, everything, every family member, everything. It was like, even after I, it's shocking, like one minute you're in the dungeon, the next thing you're living in the rubble of the castle that's been destroyed, right? There's nothing. And she, the IOS came and said to me, after I finally relived the horrific experience and seeing him and what he did and the pact that was made, it was just like fire all around me. She goes, like, burn the part." There's nothing there. There was nothing there. It was horrific. And now in a ceremony, it's like I can see when I do them at home. Wow. I'm just a little kid you know, sitting on the aftermath and the rubble of everything that was torn down. It was like, the ayahuasca was like, you know when they drone, they, they, uh, she came, came in with a drone and she just like, bombed the place that I was being kept hostage and then let me free. She had to bomb it out. It was all evil, the, the castle, of the prison was evil. And it was everywhere, it was all around me. So, you know, whatever your experience, if you go into ayahuasca, there are so many lessons of love, of dark, of fear, of turning a blind eye to the dark, of courage. Of lost and mourning, and the beginning it's always about the beginning, right? It's always about the rebuilding. I no longer have to, and it's a weirdest thing because you know, if you're used to like, I mean, my whole life was built on pretending people into existence, my whole life was built on me refusing myself and accepting horror, and I don't have to do that anymore. It's the it's weirdest thing, it's like. No more struggle, no more struggle. You just show up with all of your truth. (coughs) (coughs) And I think energetically, it just manifests because you're manifesting your truth. And you can see what's not true and what's true didn't see it before none of it and it's tough because you've built all these attachments with people with me it's my mother and it's just like they're all gone there's nothing your old self wants to rebuild them it's just like it doesn't work and the universe takes care of everybody and everything and there's nothing for me to do I don't have to show up like a you know a warrior or I just have to show up as my divinity, as, as whatever, like a, a sunflower shows up as a sunflower, or a, a parrot shows up as a parrot. I don't have to pretend it into another, I don't have to pretend my sunflower into a parrot. I'm not a fucking parrot, I'm a sunflower. That's what they wanted me to do the whole time, was to show up as something else, to show up as a recruitment, a recruit of evil, and refuse, my divinity and love and my truth. Once you surrender to the ayahuasca, the gift is you know she has your back. You're back in the world, you're back in the kingdom. Am I going to die? Of course I'm going to die. That's it, whatever. I just know that something bigger exists that I'm part of. So wherever she's going, I'm going. Whatever, that, however that's working, I'm working. It's truth. That's the learning. That's the gift. The gift is the freedom. You own. There's no one to come up to you and say, oh, you know, I've got a funny outfit and I'm gonna chant. You're free. You're connected to the universe. You're connected to the good. You're connected to the light. You're connected to love. That's, that's the gift, that's the Holy Grail. You went back and relived the trauma. And in the reliving is the rewiring. And in the reliving is the death of the old. And the potential for you connected to this universe, to nature, to life, to your heart, to your soul, whatever. I don't know what that looks like. I'm just taking it day by day. Like, I, you know, as long as I'm here in truth, Nothing can go wrong. And the world just happens. It's been a long journey. That's all I was here to do, was to escape evil. And I did. Now can I go to, what do they say, like Disneyland now? Do I get like a gift to Disneyland? I'm going to go to Disneyland. That's a gift. I was captured by evil, I fought my way out of it. The gift is love, the gift is life, the gift is this miracle, the miracle. Yeah. That's what you get back. Bye.